Praise the name of the Lord for all things. And I praise Him because of what He's doing in my life, first of all, and what He's done in my life. And how He's uh, he revolutionized my life and my ministry from the year 1972 when He baptized me, me who was groping in the dark and seeking Seeking a relationship with God and seeking a meaning, a place in the church of Christ, a place in the body of Christ, all by myself, seeking Him, reaching out for Jesus, and being laid low by Satan in a state of depression after four years of ministry without the Holy Spirit. Imagine how self-defeating and frustrating it is to minister for four years as I did until the year from 68 to 72 without the Holy Spirit in my own flesh. And I didn't put a dent in anybody's life. But I taught a lot of things. I was a teacher. I taught. I taught. But all the teachings were going upstairs here. Nothing down here. Neither coming from here nor going into anybody's heart. It was brain-to-brain -brain communication. After all, I was a professor of theology for all those years. You know, professors uh, don't get their heart involved until the, whole, the, the Lord dealt with me. He let me come very low, and I was almost ready to throw in the towel to resign from the priesthood. I couldn't stand up and face people to minister after four years of, of rejection and misunderstanding and persecution. I was laid low because I was suffering from depression, which I didn't know what that meant. It was the first time I ever experienced depression in my life. But it was caused by, by rejection, by, by rejection on the part of my superiors particularly. And I was much younger then. And I wasn't cut out to be a fighter, to be a crusader. And I nearly was ready to throw in my towel and my clerical collar. Because I was not able to stand up to face a congregation. I would black out. I would faint. With no obvious cause. After four years of ministry and putting out a magazine every month. Why? Because I didn't know the, the tricks of Satan. Until the Lord came into my life in a very drastic and dramatic way. I don't want to get into details tonight. But he transformed my life and he zapped me with his Holy Spirit in 1972 in my home when I was alone. And he visited me in his Holy Spirit. I was broken. I was crushed. I was uh, devastated by the divine presence, the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he did a work on me of deliverance and inner healing instantly. And everything left to me. All these demonic oppressions that were assaulting me and ready to wipe me out and to make me worthless to God and, and to the ministry. So what I'm trying to say is that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is not some kind of a religious adventure for me. This renewal is not some kind of a re religious adventure for me. Nor is the baptism of the Holy Spirit some kind of a, a religious uh, uh, a trip. I'm, uh, I'm on uh, some kind of an ego trip, religious ego trip. But I stake my life on the baptism of the Holy Spirit because of what it did in my life and what I know it's doing in the life of others in the life of the church. 
That's why the renewal ministry for me is a matter of, of eternity. It's a calling from the Lord. And that's why I'm absorbed totally. I'm consumed with Jesus because he became real in my life. From that moment on. And I stopped playing church. And I stopped uh, playing religious games. And he gave me a new power. I was a shy priest in my younger years. I was so shy. Uh, it was pathological. I was pathologically shy. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't stand any conflict with anybody. And here the Lord laid his hand upon my life. And to pick me out, to single me out for the renewal ministry, for a ministry of teaching and to face and to, and to lead me into a collision course with the powers that be in the church. And yet the Holy Spirit gave me that power. So the Holy Spirit is not some kind of a religious abstraction. I'm not in this ministry because I didn't have anything else to do. I had a lot of things to do back then. One big thing I had to do was to become a bishop. I had my mind on getting ahead, getting up in the world of the church. And everything going for me. But I made a decision to go all the way with Jesus. And I gave up my salary since 1968. I've never been in a church payroll since that time. On my own volition. I'm not blaming anybody. How many of you tonight are ready to follow me? And like Paul, I have the right to say, follow me as I follow Christ. Because when I preach dying to self, I practice it myself. I'm dead to my dreams that I had my own dreams. And I live only for Jesus. And he's real for me. <coughs> Praise his holy name.